Welcome. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. You're listening to. I'm listening. Just because I'm not looking at you doesn't mean I'm not listening. The Nick and Jimmy. Should I turn it on? Audio experience. Rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Welcome to the Nick and Jimmy show. On today's episode, we have Mark Lafau. Mark, welcome. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Our pleasure. Welcome. And uh, thank you for taking the time to be here today. No problem. So tell us, who are you, Mark? What do you do? What's your story, man? What's up? Okay, so I'm a VP for uh, Miguel Immobilier and Angle and Brokers for all the um, new development projects. Uh, I'm not a broker, so um, I'm really specialized in, uh, you know, launching new developments uh, in Montreal or in Quebec City, so in the province. Uh, I've been doing this for um, 10 years. Mm -hmm. And so I joined this agency about a year and a half ago. Uh, I knew uh, Patrice and Debbie, which are the owners of the agency, and uh, we just decided to, you know, join forces and uh, try to develop more projects. So, yeah. And that's with Anglo Invokers? Well, that's the thing. So there's two agencies. There's Miguel Immobilier, which is really the the only agency in Quebec which is specialized in new condo slash houses. Okay. So we only do that. There's no resell. So it's really new developments. Mm-hmm. And then there's Angle and Volkers, which is a new um, agency in Montreal and Quebec, which is actually everywhere uh, in the world for years. But so Patrice and Debbie bought the franchise three years ago. And so it's really for resell for luxurious properties, but That's we can right. combine both together. Sometimes we do new developments, which are really high end. And we can brand it Miguel Immobilier or Angle and Volkers, but it's actually the same, you know, company. And uh, so we do anything from. I mean, I have developers reaching out to us and saying, "I have a land. Which would what should I do with it?" So we go there. We do a study. Uh, you should do condos, maybe smaller units, bigger units. How many floors? So we start from you know really the beginning, uh, the budget, everything up to selling. So we do also with them the marketing plan. We help with the marketing. We put our sales team in the sales office. We coach them. We put a structure in place. And uh, we open the doors, we have clients, we sign contracts, we do follow-up. So it's everything from A to Z for a new development. So if I would have land to develop or be, be, be created, creative, yeah. Yeah. I would contact you. Yeah, so you reach out to our agency, probably you meet with uh, Debbie, Patrice and myself. Uh, we sit down, uh, we look at everything, we give you advices and um, we go from there. I mean, you could be, and we deal with any big promoter or smaller one. Uh, Montreal, we have uh, uh, in Mirabel. Uh, oh, with, Ray, uh, Junior. Ray, Ray Junior. You know, yeah. Ray's a very good friend. Uh, we help them there with Les Villas de Mirabel. Uh, we have also Quebec City probably closing a few projects. I'm going there tomorrow. Uh, so we're trying really to expand in Quebec and who knows awesome. maybe elsewhere because we have Engel and Volkers. So who knows, you know, could we go to el- elsewhere in uh, Canada or the States to join other Engel and Vol- mm. Volkers franchise to mm-hmm. let them de- develop their projects. So very interesting. Yeah. And why real estate for you? For me, real estate, I mean, it's hard to say, you know, you don't wake up and you say, hey, I mm-hmm. want to do real estate. When I was younger, I wanted to be, I don't know, an actor or a singer. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I, I worked for uh, 10 years ago, I, I joined Dev McGill, which is the, a de- developer in Montreal. You no, know, worked there a few years. Uh, I liked, you know, what I was doing and I just specialized there. But I always felt I was, I was someone for sales, you know, I was good at sales. Okay. So I'm not selling right now, I'm really coaching sales team. But, you know, in my mind, you know, I'm really into sports. You know, I did a lot of basketball when I was younger, very competitive. So I'm very, very, very competitive. So I feel that in sales and real estate, 
you know, that's that's something that you exactly. know I feel is I can put that competitiveness in that industry. But you're not a broker. I'm not a broker, so that's why Corporate. I mean exactly. So I joined forces with this agency because they were looking for someone really that's just doing that. That's mm -hmm. not also doing resales or whatever. Just like okay, you're specialized in new development. Come with us. You're only doing this. So that's why I'm. It's really my niche. I'm. I'm doing this, and uh, it's going pretty good. And what's your past experience like? Well, uh, what did you do to get where you are right now? Well, I mean, I was born in Repentigny, okay, so I'm Quebecois. Then I moved to Paris when I was eight years old. Paris. Okay. Yeah, my dad was transferred there, so I, li I lived there for eight years. Paris, a great experience. What did your parents um, do? Uh, my dad was uh, so completely different than me. He's an, uh, an accountant, okay. so really like, you know, structured numbers. Uh, so he was working there. My mother is a pharmacist. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was there for eight years. Um, great experience, you know, traveling around, uh, you know, all the countries, new cultures. You know, it was, for me, I think it was, it changed everything. I'm not saying that if I had stayed in Repentigny, I mean, I still would be like a, a great person. Maybe not the same path that I, I would be now. You know, Paris really like changed everything for me. Mm -hmm. Then I came back. I was 15 years old. Uh, I finished my CGEP in uh, Stanislas, which is a French school in Outremont. Then I went to Concordia University, did marketing, uh, started an MBA that I never mm -hmm. finished because I was too busy. And uh, yeah, real estate started and uh, yeah. Hey, Were you ever a broker before? No, I was never a broker. Um, I could be in the future. Right now, I mean, I don't feel the need to okay. become a broker. I will see. You know, we we'll never know. Cool. Yeah. And uh, what is the difference? Because uh, I think Jim was asking before. Yeah. There's, you know, uh, Anglo Invokers focuses more on luxury real yeah. estate. Yeah. What's the difference between Anglo Invokers and Christie's or Profigeon Mobilier? Well, Anglo Invokers, it's really a brand. So it's an international brand. So you have the international exposure. Mm -hmm. you know, that's why that's, that's incredible. So someone that's... And right now, the market, the real estate market, is really hot. So you have a lot of international buyers, yeah. not just for investment, Asian. but that come to Montreal to live. Yeah. So you have that international exposure, whether it is you know, in, in Europe, in the States, so elsewhere in Canada. So when you list your property which is, you know, let's say in Westmount and TMR, you know, stuff like that. Well, you have that amazing international exposure. And right now, Angle and Bokers, I mean, we're having like the best years in all the agencies. I mean, mm -hmm. it's going very, very well. Our brokers are, are, are selling like crazy. Those, those, you know, big houses, mm -hmm. a million, two million, three million up. So you see that in Montreal, sometimes we're thinking, oh, Montreal, is it really like you have those kind of properties? They're really selling. Yeah, that's really big. I mean, you have that clientele, not just international, but in Montreal, mm -hmm. that has the money and they're buying big, big I properties. I actually saw a post, uh, I'm not sure if it was your post, in Condiac from Anglo Invokers, yes. 6.2 million. Yeah, no, it's wow. crazy. And it's Beautiful. selling. I mean, for sure, it's going to take you know a few months Beautiful. to sell, but sometimes it's selling fast. You do have, you know, Montreal, the, the market is crazy. Where's the hottest market in Montreal right now? But, or greater Montreal. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's tough to say because sometimes people are saying, oh, it's more downtown. You know, I have the, those high towers, you know, it's going fast. But as I was saying, we did a, a launch in Ville Saint-Laurent and you wouldn't expect that, you know, maybe that huge success. And we sold like 200 condos in two days in Ville Saint-Laurent, which is an, an amazing neighborhood because you're going to have Royal, Royal Mount, which is the new existant uh, uh, 15 40 mm -hmm. that they're going to do. So oh. for sure, it's, it's, you know, it's changing. But still, in the past, you wouldn't see like 200 units in the Ville Saint-Laurent. And I think it's a, a combination of the market, but also of what we do because we have the right recipe to, 
you know, to, to reach those, uh, those results. So, yeah. So is that really going to happen? This 30, but Keynes 40? So, so Keynes 40, which is Royal Mount, which is the south side of the 40 and the west side of the 15. Right before Orange Julep. Right after, actually. Right after. Right after. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's been approved. There have been a cool. few articles the, next, the last few weeks. Uh, huge development, commercial, hotel, uh, restaurants. Uh, There's going to be a lot of traffic, no? Well, the city, is, <laughs> the city approved it because they have a plan for the, the, okay. yeah, the traffic. But for sure, we know that, you know, we have a lot of traffic. Years, there, but yeah, yeah, there is a does plan government, Does the government get involved in helping out with funds when it comes to big developments like that? Well, yes and no. I mean, you, you, you put your plans, I mean, and yes for permit. Okay. And you work with the city, but the city is always really, uh, you know, they collaborate because they want Montreal to, to expand. Especially in that, that neighborhood, just that neighborhood. I mean, you have also, um, uh, so le, le, le 15 is going to change. Um, the Hippodrome one day, you mm, know, there's yeah. something. So yeah, it's really like a changing neighborhood. Yeah. So, but I mean, every neighborhood, you know, Griffintown yes. is crazy. Uh, downtown, uh, Rosemont. Even uh, La Chine, uh, Canal La Chine there? La Chine, yeah. I mean... Uh, so when you say after Orange Julep, it's there were Marathon, Baton Rouge's, all that? Yeah, but uh, when I say after, closer to the 40, actually. Closer to the yeah. 40, okay. Yeah, cool. Closer to the 40. All right. So, but, I mean, it's going to be done within five to 10 years, exactly. but still, yeah. people, and, uh, you know, they're buying because they know the, the value is going to increase. My friend recently yeah. bought um, a Condat Rouge, yeah. and he told me that you were the president or the... Yeah, so I worked at Devmont before, so my, you know, my path, I was at Dev McGill. Then I was at Devmont. I was VP of Sales and Marketing. We had amazing years. I mean, it was selling like crazy. Phase six, we sold it, almost sold out before delivery. Um, it went really, really well. Uh, then we launched Westbury, which is close to Rouge. It's on the 15, on the east side of the 15. Went really well. And uh, then, you know, I joined McGill Immobilier Angle and Bokers, and we've been launching different kind of projects. I mean, it's another game now. I mean, mm -hmm. I was working for a promoter. Now I'm working for an agency for different promoters, mm -hmm. and yeah. we're launching projects here and there. So different ballgame. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now it's, I mean, just this year we've had, I don't know, 12 launches. I mean, it's, it's crazy. You know, in most, you know, usually the, the launches is between February to, to May, you know, and then September, October. This is the period where you have your big launches, but then it's also the managing the teams. And so it's always, you know, ongoing. There's no down period, you know, so it's uh, an industry you have to be uh, always on. And you know, what are some no of the challenges that you uh, face in your type of industry? Very good question. I feel it's the, um, to be on all the time, you know, to have a family and be always available. That's, uh, you have to kind of balance that because it can be a nine to five. It can be a Monday to Friday. It's a Monday to Sunday wow. and it's it all the time. When I say all the time, yeah, I'm going to be home, but you know, I get an but email, really I get a text, I need to answer. You have to you be know? available. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I can't sleep and, and I see my kids, but I have to be available. If I just say, Hey, when I come home, let's say I come home turn at off. six, I turn off my cell phone. Then I, I turn it on at nine in the morning. Nonstop. You know, other people, other agencies. They're going to do it and they're going to be better than us. So if I want to be the best with the agency, I have to be on all the time. If a promoter calls me, I have to be ready. I have to, you know, it's the one that answers the fastest, exactly. the most efficient. Exactly. You don't want to be average. You want to be great. Yeah, that's how, the thing. How does that affect your personal life? It has an effect, but I feel that uh, I have a great wife, you know, that's she really, support. Uh, yeah. And she, and you know, she understands that she's a broker herself. Um, I mean, she's in resale, so for sure it's a bit different. You know, she makes 
uh, her schedule. Uh, she, you know, she can take, she takes less maybe mandates because she wants to be with the kids. But I mean, uh, no, it's been great. I think I've, you know, I see my kids, we have good balance, but for sure we have peak periods, uh, like, you know, as I said, September, October that, yeah, it's going to be a bit crazy, but then it's a, you know, it's a choice that you make, you know, for me, I could say, okay, I'm going to do my nine to five, Monday to Friday. I couldn't do it. Like I wouldn't be able to do it. Mm, you know, it's yeah. in me to be, okay, An entrepreneur. I need to do more, you know, exactly. so, you know, you have to balance both. I feel we have a great balance, but uh, yeah, sometimes, you know, you come home, the kids are sleeping. Yeah. I know we spoke about this earlier and correct me if I'm wrong, that um, it's either in real estate, it's either you're a top producer or you're broke because all the fees and everything. What do you think about that? Well, I'm less in resale, but I would say, yeah, you do have like the top producers that you see everywhere, like whoever, like Martin Rouleau, which is an angle invokers, which yeah. is like a huge, huge, huge broker. Um, you do have, and some, sometimes I have friends that tell me, oh, wow, your brokers, oh, they're, they're all making tons, tons, tons of money. But mm. yeah, I mean, Angle Invokers for sure, you know, it's going well. You do have other agencies. I mean, it's not everyone that's, but Angle Invokers, they're, yes, we have top producers, um, is going well, but you're right. You know, it's not, uh, and then you have like other agencies where uh, you have different brokers. It's not everyone that's making, uh, but that's in sales in general, right? Yeah, for sure. You know, we have the, you, we feel that we have the top ones at angle and brokers, but you do have other ones and it's okay that, I mean, are trying, but yes, you have fees, you do, you have to do marketing, you have to invest money. So mm -hmm. yeah, like in every industry, you have different, you know, performer, but I feel in our, our niche of new construction, I mean, we don't have competition. We do have other agencies that are trying to, to, to do what we do, but I mean, there's you guys no, have the name. Yeah, there's no competition. Like you don't have another agency, and that's a fact that specialize in new development, you know, and they're doing as big projects as we do. Mm -hmm. So that's, we feel that we're lucky, but as I said, it's work. You have to be on. 100%. And, you know, and what's the difference between somebody um, like Martin Rouleau yeah. compared to some other real estate agents that's, that's putting in the hours, but it's not really succeeding that much. Like, well, what's the difference? Well, there's also, there's all the marketing side. Marketing. For sure. Like a he does a lot of social that. media, huh? Sorry? He does a lot of social yeah, media. Yeah, he's really active on social media. He's putting a lot of money in marketing. Mm. You have to invest. You know, that's the thing. You have to invest because, yeah, you're going to have a friend that wants to sell. He's calling you, like, referrals, but you have to put the money. So sometimes, and it's okay. I mean, sometimes you're starting. You don't have, like, 100K to put in marketing. Mm. That's okay, mm. for sure. But that's, you see the difference. You have to invest. You know, Martin Rouleau is someone that you see everywhere. I mean, social media is so important. You know, it's it's, it's crazy. And mm -hmm. we we're discussing before. I mean, social media, I mean, I see you guys also on social media. Of course. Yeah. I'm sure you agree that yes, absolutely. it's so important. It's I the new TV. Yeah, for sure. 100%. And I don't know if you know Olivier Primo. I don't know. From Beach Club. And there was, there was, there was, there was um, and a shout out to Olivier Primo. Season three, you're going to be on the show. <laughs> the founder of Beach Club. They invested last year over $100,000 just in marketing to 10x's business and they're smoking it. Yeah, social media. Just, you know, just with Miguel Mobilier, we're investing tons of money in Google and Facebook ads mm -hmm. because we want to make sure we track also clients because that's the thing. We have amazing platform. If you look at Miguel Mobilier Facebook page, you have 35,000 Facebook fans. Wow. Angle and Booker, same thing. So when we go see a developer, we're like, hey, our reach is amazing. You know, mm. so the reach is important. And it's all about, you know, marketing. And I feel that, you know, as for your business, but also for yourself, not even like, okay, uh, I have a business, just someone that works and wants to specialize in his field. 
social media is crazy mm. to make sure you're the best. You could be like a, a dentist. You could be like, I see sometimes on uh, Instagram, some people, they have a clinic uh, uh, and like they're doctors or everything. And they're on social media. They're pushing their business. They're pushing themselves. And it's amazing. It's a platform. It's a platform that can really elevate yourself. And if you do it the right way, but you know, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, I feel it's the, it's a must. Yeah. I was Good listening to, uh, to a podcast this morning, driving to, uh, to the office. I try to do that every day. Yeah. Uh, and Napoleon Hill was saying, uh, one of the success factors is always going the extra mile in your, in your work, in your yeah. vocation. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, you, you always have to push yourself. You know, I feel that, um, you know, I'm very tough on myself also. Sometimes, you know, if I make, and that's the thing, you have to have the right mindset. You know, personally, if I make a mistake or let's say there's a mistake, I feel it's my fault. Mm. You know, I'm so not you don't like, blame people. Never. Just yourself. Never blame others. Exactly. You know, sometimes I hear, oh, but this one, she didn't do the work. I'm like, I didn't coach her. I didn't do it the right way. If you have that mindset, you're okay. If you're, oh, yeah, she didn't do it the right way. And this one should have done that. No, we made a mistake together as a team. I have sure. a responsibility on it because I didn't coach the right way or manage the right way the team. That doesn't mean it's only my fault, but you know, I'm going to look in the mirror and say, next time I have to sit down with that person and make sure, because I like that. if you're pointing others, it's not good. You want it. So exactly. you're right. You have to push yourself. I'm pushing myself. How can I get better? Um, let's say I'm trying to close a big project or promoter. Let's say I don't get it. Why? What should I do? Should mm -hmm. I do a better presentation? You know? I mean, usually we do get the big projects, but you never know. Like you have to, to improve. I like yourself. that confidence. We usually yeah. do get the. Well, right. usually we do, <laughs> but you. I mean, it happens. Of course. But let me ask you a question: Why do you usually get it? Is it because of the name? Well, the name, the experience. I mean, for sure, we did a lot of projects. Uh, the visibility, because just you know, when I when we get in the meeting, I mean, we've been you know on social media. You know, Patrice Grolo, which is the owner, is also very active on social media. I am also. So you know, social media gives you a credibility. You come in, you have the knowledge. Plus, you know, you've, people saw you, it does help. So here's a question. What if, what if the agency or somebody, an entrepreneur has all that, but not the social media? Do you think that's going to be a minus on the... Mm, good question. It, well, it, it's not a, ma a minus in terms of knowledge, for sure, but it's a minus in, in, in terms of credibility. Exposure. Exposure. You know, exposure. It's an add-on. For sure. Now, I mean, and, and we're discussing you and I before, like people, you know, social media, sometimes you're like, ah, oh, should I post? People will feel I post too much or, you know, uh, I post about myself. You have to forget that. You do it the right way. You do what you think is good. And if, if it's working for you, then you do it. You forget what people mm -hmm. think because for sure social media, people are going to say, ah, oh, this guy is posting this yeah. and about his success. Maybe they're going to say he's posting too much, but... You do it, it works out. And I mean, Instagram, people can unfollow you. So if they don't want exactly. to see you, oh man, it's okay. Just like Gary V says, and shout out to Gary V, season three, you will be on the show. Most people will fail because they care too much about what other people think. Of course. Once you, you, you don't think about that, I think you're good. You know, and, and it helps you also with confidence. I think confidence is a big, you know, item that you must have. Confidence, not too much, you know, not cocky, but you know, confidence about yourself. And if you fail, you know, you look in the mirror, but confidence that you can achieve things because your confidence is going to help you do those things. Absolutely. You know, you know, I feel sometimes that, you know, uh, I remember when I had less projects, I was trying to, to sell condos to clients, you know, when I have less projects, so I would be on the floor selling condos. Each client that would enter, for sure I'm closing the client. For sure I'm selling mm -hmm. condos. It wouldn't happen every time. 
but every time I'm sure I'm closing. Uh, and when I'm not, I'm like, dang. I love it. You know, I, 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 there's something I didn't do right. Yeah. You know, my pitch or was it that it was, you know, I don't know. But every time, like for sure. So you have to have that confidence, but you have to be able to, you know, correct yourself. So, yeah. And uh, so basically a lot of people like, and one of the things, the reason why we started the show yeah. is because people look at you now. Yeah. Okay. And they see, okay, this guy's successful now. Yeah. But they don't know what you have to go through. Yeah. Right. Or the town. So they say, oh, he was lucky. He did this because of this. Mm. So say some of the challenges that you had to go through at the beginning. Well, at the beginning, I mean, a few years ago, you know, before that, 10 years ago, I didn't know what I wanted to do. The challenge always, uh, you do a few jobs. You don't like that. You know, I did some marketing. You question yourself, like, what should I do? Uh, mm. uh, you know, I felt that I didn't have like a purpose. Like I was a doctor. Yeah. I wasn't a dentist. I mean, I went in uh, first marketing communication. You're like, it's very a large mm -hmm. feel, you know. When people say that marketing, well, what can you do in marketing? You can do so many stuff. Exactly. So it's like you, you know, you search for yourself, and and but I felt I had always that drive. That sometimes, you know, I did a few smaller jobs. Like that's not for me. Like I, I always picture myself doing more. And when I say more, it's not about like money. It's like about about the challenge. And I always tell people, it's not about like making money. You know, I want to make money. That's that should be the least, the the, the last last priority. You know, my goal is to be the best at what I do. Yeah, you know, along the line, you're going to make money, but I don't care about the money. I want to be the best. I'm very competitive. And yeah, I had to go through a few jobs. I'm like, what should I do? And my wife was very supportive. You know, that's not for you. Don't worry. You know, changing jobs. And then you find your feel like, wow, this is for me, you know. And uh, yeah, but I mean, I was lucky in a way. And that's something. I mean, I was born in a, a, a very great family. You know, my a family that had money. So for sure, there's luck involved. I you know I had great education. I went to Paris. So for sure, you know, some people are going to say he was lucky. For that, for sure. I mean, I was born in a good family. I went to France, you know, great education. So on that side, for sure. But then, I mean, I wasn't my, you know, alone. I mean, my dad never like gave me a lot of money and everything. I really on my own going, you know. My dad, he was in a very poor family. So uh, he was born in Saint-Rémy, 10 kids. Very poor family. So he was. To, he, he worked at like 12, 12 years old, and he did great. He was VP of Bell Canada after you know accounting. He did amazing, mm -hmm. but he did it from scratch. And so he always told us, you know, I started working myself at fifteen years old at Tim Hortons. You know, he's like, you're gonna go work, I love and it. I'm not gonna give you a lot of money, like twenty bucks, or it's never like, mm -hmm. hey, you have a big account full of money. So that was the right way, and I feel I'm gonna do the same with Good. my kids. You know, he taught you the value of money for sure. Bravo. And even now, sometimes, you know, I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to. So right now I'm in, in my courtyard, I'm doing a pool. And every time he says, oh, you know, that's a lot of money. You shouldn't do it. And so even now, is it's like it's so important for him money because he was raised that, you know, they had, you know, not a lot of food. And there were like 12 in the house with the parents, like, you know, divided. So you're like, wow. Control it. That's another, you know, I didn't live that. So because yeah. it's easy to make money at whatever you do, but it's harder to keep. Yeah. You know, you can, you know, uh, so no, it was, uh, it was a great uh, education. For sure. You were talking before about the uh, stability. Yeah. Uh, that you're very stable and yeah. you know, you, you're, you have, you have the horse mentality, you focus. Yeah. 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 I'm very, yeah. I'm very stable on that. As I said, I'm with my wife for, it's been uh, 15 years. Uh, I met her, I was in CJEP. Uh, we've been together, no break, you know, we've been... Uh, How do you do it, wife? I'm joking. <laughs> Sometimes I ask her, I'm like, well, okay, one day maybe you're going to leave me. It's like, no, it's been, it's been great. 
Um, for sure, relationship always high and lows. But you know, I feel that, uh, and that's the thing. That's why I say, as a team, you know, there's high and lows in your couple, but you have to look in the mirror and say, okay, you know, I made a mistake, or I was, you know, maybe I'm tired, so I was like more aggressive or whatever. And then once you have that mentality, your couple is going to go well because. But if you're all, no, it's your fault. No, no, I'm like that, so I won't change. No, communication you know? is key. Yeah, I'm very, I'm some someone that's not very patient, so I know it. So sometimes, you know, whether it is with the kids, when I'm tired, I know it's, I look in the mirror, I'm like, you know, I should be more, you know, take mm -hmm. the time. And yeah. So it's been great. But yeah, I'm very stable. I mean, yeah, I did change job for sure, you know, throughout the years because I was looking at what I wanted to do. Uh, you gain experience, yeah. at least. But in terms of, you know, friends, you know, my wife, you know, where, so for sure it's, uh, for me, it's, you know, when I find something that I like, you know, no need to change. You, you know, still have the same friends when you were 16, 15? Oh, yeah, for sure. I have like maybe two, three uh, guys that are like my bros. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Yeah, and now, uh, you know, they have kids and it's, you know, they're married. So yeah, you yeah. see them grow up, you're like, wow. Good one. No, we used to be young kids, like uh, 17 years old. And now we're like, man, but we feel we're kids. You know, yeah. you talk to each other and like, yeah, yeah, we're, no, no, we're You got to stay young, of course. Yeah. And that you are, are, do you picture yourself doing what you're doing now forever, or do you have another goal in life, another purpose? I feel that for now and for a few years, yeah, real estate it's been uh, it's been very well for me, like new projects especially. Uh, I feel that you know we're able with uh, Miguel Immobilier, you know, to to really you know create our own niche. Um, you know, they've been great with me, uh, Patrice and Debbie, to you know kind of let me you know take the lead. Uh, you never know. I feel that, you know, uh, I have a few investment on the side in terms of real estate, like a few condos that I'm renting. I'm trying to, you know, maybe have more through the years. You never know. I feel I, I, I'd like to maybe invest in a few business, you know, nice. I, I still have, you know, a few years to see. Yeah, I don't want to do too much, but that's the thing. Right now, I'm so much, you know, into it that, as I said, sometimes I don't see the kids. So I'm like, should I add more? And then, you know, it's yeah, then, becomes... Yeah, yeah. For now, we're good. You know, I like how are we doing. But in terms of the agency, what we're capable of doing, I mean, sky's the limit. You know, to, to go to Quebec City, as I said, we're trying, I'm not able to talk about it, but we're trying to close huge projects in Quebec City. You know, trying to expand. Uh, it could be very, you know, the next five years could be amazing. Mm -hmm. you know, in Montreal, real estate, right now, it's going very well. You know, we never know in 10 years, but at least for two, three years should be, you know, the same. Mm -hmm. So... Do you think it's going to be the next Toronto, Vancouver? Well, everybody says that, but right now our prices, even though prices are going up and up, we're still, you know, quite low compared to Toronto, Vancouver, New York. Mm -hmm. So we have ways to go for sure. You know, I'm not saying we're going to go like Vancouver, where Vancouver, you don't get a house below a million dollars because it's crazy here. But still, the prices are going very hot, you know, going up, you know, just condos. You see the prices, the, mm -hmm. the house, which is good because you don't want it to go too fast. People talk about oh, the bubble, la bulle immobilière. Wow. Right now, there's no building mobile in Montreal. For sure, you have to check everything. You know, it goes Montreal. Right now, prices are going faster than before, but yeah. there's no like. Panic. What do you think about that uh, foreign tax that Canada puts? I mean, why? I mean, well, now it's in you know other cities. It might come to Montreal because yes, you have more and more international or other investors that are coming. You know, Chinese. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a good thing? I mean, why? why well, it's a good thing if you want to control the prices and don't create that kind of bubble that then is going to fall. But I don't think it's going to be in Montreal soon. Okay. It could be. 
but yeah, you, you have more and more Chinese people that are investing in Qatar, which is a very good thing. Um, and it's all cash, huh? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, always. you do take a mortgage, but yeah, some of them, yeah. You know, I mean, Chinese community has a lot of money, of course. Uh, but you see it more and more in, in our projects. Yeah, we do launches. You see it in the, in the uh, sales office. Yeah, more and more. Not, not only Chinese, but from everywhere. That's what's nice in Montreal, right? You have people from everywhere. Diverse. Yeah, that's great about the city. Can I ask you a question a little off topic, Shark? Yeah. So you're in a leadership role right now, yeah. right? VP of a big yeah. firm. Yeah. What's one skill set that you always focus on to improve? I would say all the, the social skills, you know, like the communication. I feel that communication and with your team, I'm saying, mm -hmm. is very important. Like sometimes, uh, you know, I have different projects. And I'm like, oh, I didn't talk to him for uh, a few days. You know, I'm just calling him. Oh, it's going, you know. So I feel that when you, what I would, you know, give as an advice is, you know, always talk to your people. You know, because it's good to lead by, lead by example. That's a great, okay, really hard worker. But also you have to be a leader in terms of, you know, discussing. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's going on, yeah. not feeling good, why? You know, and sometimes I'm very busy, but I do all my calls in, 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 in my car. Okay, that's also another yes. advice for anybody that's want to be efficient. Okay, in sales, I'm always on the road going from projects to projects. So I say in a day, I could go to Mirabel. Okay, I could come back. I could, I'm like in my car, I do all my calls. Because otherwise, I'm losing Time an hour. I'm losing money. an hour and a half per day. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. all my calls, I know I have calls to make. I don't make them right away. I talk to my team. I make them in, the, uh, in my car. I'm calling. How are you? Any problems? So you, I try to be as present as possible, at least on the phone. Mm. I would say that's a, a big plus to really have a good communication with your people and trying to improve it. You know, so yeah. good. it's tough to be a, a manager, a leader. You know, it's tough because you have different personalities. You have to be present. You have to be open. Mm -hmm. It's it's uh, and you have to become like a chameleon, right? You exactly. can't talk to one person the same way you talk to the other person. Sure. So you have exactly. to learn how to. Talk. You know your people. You know sure, that yeah. you know you can be tough with someone because you act well to it. Mm -hmm. Other person, no. It's like a, a a team. And as I said, I played basketball in the past. I coached also basketball like young kids, mm -hmm. and it's like that. You know that this guy, you can tell him, hey. You know, mm -hmm. you're not working well, you're not playing well, let's go. The other is like, don't worry, it's okay. You have to be different with everyone to sure. make sure, you know. And, and I'm the style of person that I don't like to, you know, just say, oh, it's not working, uh, let's fire this person. It's like, no, we're keeping our people, you know, let's work with these people. And if there's challenges, mm -hmm. we're also, you know, to blame and make sure we, of course. you know, we're a family. Collaboration. Exactly. And uh, do, you, uh, do you wake up early in the morning? I wake up very early and that's one thing I would say, okay, the, especially if you have kids, okay, let's say my kids, they go to school at nine, they wake up at seven, seven thirty. If I have meetings, for sure I leave early and my wife are going to take care of them. But otherwise, I mean, I'm with them, breakfast, lunch, school. So between that seven thirty to nine, you know, I'm not working, which is okay. But I wake up, sometimes I do wake up at 5 a.m., you know, sometimes I try to go to the gym. But otherwise, I do some emails from 5.30 to 7.30. I plan my, week, my, my day, ta, 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 and then I'm good. Because otherwise, I'm starting really at 9, and it's too late. Mm -hmm. It's too late. Because I have to confirm my meetings. I have to make sure if I have reports to do. I have, you know, someone asked me something yesterday. I wake up early, I have to do my emails there. Otherwise, I don't have time. I'm in meetings, and then I, didn't, I do also emails in, at night. I have to do them. So I would say, if you want to succeed, sleep. For sure, but you have to maximize the time of work. But for somebody to wake up at five thirty, because 
I am, but I'm really not a morning guy. I yeah. try to be. Yeah. Uh, for someone to wake up at 5.30, they, if, if they're used to waking up at 8.30, yeah. what's your advice to go from 8.30 to 5.30? For sure, there's a transition period. Exactly. But I would say, also it depends on every person. I don't need a lot of sleep, personally, but I don't go to bed at like 1 a.m. So like I go to bed at like 10, sleep okay. from 10.30. So six hours, I'll say. 10.45. You know, max 11 to 5, 5.30. So six hours for me is okay. But I mean, I don't drink, you know. So for sure, maybe I'm going to have a glass of wine on the weekend, a beer. But during the week, there's no alcohol. Otherwise, forget it. You know, if I drink, you exactly. know, a bottle of wine with my wife. It's going to be hard to wake up. I won't wake up at 5.30. There's no alcohol during the week because for me, I have to be, you know, able to wake up, yeah. you know, and be functional. So then again, I would say another advice, take time for yourself. I mm -hmm. think that sports... You're doing sports, gym is a huge plus. Like mm. the last month I didn't go to the gym and I don't do much. I mean, I do some cardio, a bit of, you know, weightlifting, but just to do, it helps me being positive, you know, motivated. And when right. I don't go, you see the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you see the difference. So I would say, you know, you have to go to the gym. Well, what if somebody, for example, like, okay, he has a job. Yeah. And like after work is when he decides to build his empire. Yeah. Right. So he works nine to five and then, yeah. He does other things, let's say, to one, two in the morning yeah. to build himself up. So that person to wake up at five. It's going to be hard. You know but I mean? then again, it depends. Some people are going to say, I don't work in the morning. I'm going to work until 2 a.m. It's okay. okay. Uh, you're going to won't wake up at five. Me, I'm not able to work until 2 a.m. I'd rather go to sleep earlier okay. and wake up you know, early. So that's my... Yeah, 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 but otherwise, I mean, I do have people I know they work until 2.30. I mean, it's, it's kind of the same. It's just Everybody's different, different. Exactly. period, different, right? Exactly, yeah. So you have to have your system and uh, be organized. I mean, it's important to be organized. I feel, mm -hmm. you know, as a, yeah, I know you guys, but to to know, you know, where you put your things, your exactly. email, be organized. Of course, but to be lost because if you're managing a lot of things, it can get crazy. So and it's important to have a great team, man. For sure, and that's what we're exactly. very we're very happy for our team. Yeah, you know? without these yeah. guys, there's no yeah, Megan Jimmy exactly. show. That that's always our our, our focus. At Megan Mabia, it's not one person. Mm. It's not uh, Patrice Grolo. It's not Marc Lefort. It, it's really everyone. And when we do a big launches, it's thank you everybody. You know, from anybody that's signing a contract, uh, an admin, a salesperson, it's everyone. Mm -hmm. Like there's no I in team. That's exactly. for sure. I like it. We're talking about social media. If somebody wants to follow you on social media and they yeah. want to follow your journey, your success, yeah. Yeah. how can they follow you? So uh, my username is mark.lefa on uh, Instagram. And, um, you know, I mean, it's been going well. I mean, I have a good, good, you know, fan base. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just, again, just posting. And sometimes people ask me, but, you know, how do you do it? What do you put? I'm just posting, you know, what I do. I mean, there's no tricks, you know, yeah. just posting what I do. And uh, people like to see, you know, people with other people and what they do. And, uh, uh, you know, you tag other ones. And for me, it's been, you know, I've been on Instagram for a year and a half, two years. And have like 20,000 followers. Right? It's been, it's, it went up pretty fast. But then again, I'm in a position where, you know, I'm, I see a lot of people, events, yeah. launches. Yeah. So yeah. for sure, it, you know, it helps, but, you know, it's going well. Awesome. Congratulations, yeah. man. You should Thank be you. proud of yourself. Keep Thank on doing you. what you're doing. Thank and you. Uh, as you know, one of our mission with yeah. the Naked Jimmy Show is to inspire local success. Mm -hmm. yeah. So from somebody that's from the local market, yeah. if so, and they see your interview yeah. and your story, if there's one tip, one advice you can give as an entrepreneur, what would it be? I would say that um, you, have to be, um, you have to be very organized, 
you have to be very organized. You have to have a system. That's the thing. Yeah. You have to sit down and have a system. And sometimes I ask, I ask people that work with us, do you have a system? Like, what do you mean? Like, what's your system? My system, for example, to not get lost and be organized is when I send an email, I always put myself in CC. Always. Okay. Really? Why? Always. Because I don't want to forget what I'm asking you. Because if I ask you to do, let's say, okay, do a report, do a document. Perfect. But I sent you a, a, a task. And you don't do it. I'm not. It's it's not okay if I told you. I wake up one morning. Oh my God! I asked you to do this. You didn't do it. Yeah, but I didn't remind you to do it. That's my fault. Also, as a manager. Okay. So I put myself in CC. It comes in my inbox. So when I review my emails, let's say the next day, I'm like, Oh my God! I asked him to do this. He didn't do it. I call him. Hey. Oh yeah. Sorry, I was busy. So. I can keep track. So mm. I never forget I like anything. I like so we have to have a system, whether it's, you know, I don't have a good memory. I know it. So that helps me. You know, I know, you know, what I'm asking you to do and I can follow up. You have to have a system. So it's really large, but, you know, find a way to make sure you're very sharp. You don't forget things, you know, and, and, and I guess you have a goal also. It's hard to have a goal. You know, as I said, a few years ago, I didn't have a, a, a pur- not a purpose, but I didn't know. Yeah. You have to find your, your way and, and, and things, you know, fall into places. So actually, yeah. since you're very organized, um, do you have like an agenda, like to follow your appointments, do you have an agenda yeah. or do you have like, you have everything on your mobile yeah. phone? How do you do Okay. That? So my, my phone is like, Every. if I lose my phone, I'm dead. You Oxygen. Know, like, oh my God. If we're talking about stress. No phone is like, okay. Yeah. That Every. would be stressful because everything's there. I mean, I have people reaching out by email, by text, WhatsApp, calling. Um, I have my agenda. I mean, I have my agenda also on my laptop, but yeah. everything's on my phone. Yeah. So, yeah. So everything's on a calendar on your phone, yeah. basically. Yeah, everything's on your calendar. You don't have the paper calendar? Uh, no. no. No paper. I don't have any paper. If you go in my office, I have no paper. I don't take notes. If I go into a uh, meeting, it's on my laptop. I always have my laptop, notes, and I send my notes by email to myself. It's on my email. I, I'm like that. Some people say, I need a book. It's okay. For me, I'm just too scared of losing this paper. So I'm like, I have yeah. to put it in my email. And I can, you know, if I lose my laptop or my cell, I mean, it's in my email. Mm. So that's one thing, you know, that's my system. But I like it. I'm not really into papers. If it's working, it's working, man. Yeah. And it's all about follow-ups. You know, with yes. all in sales, it's all about follow-ups. And sometimes it's hard to be on the phone and, and follow up, but it's all in follow, about follow ups, even as a management side, as I said, to follow up on the task that you've been, you know, asked, confirm your appointment. When I have an appointment, you know, I confirm you guys, I sent you a message yesterday to mm-hmm. confirm. You see what I mean? And so it was always at seven, confirm. 7am or something, huh? Yeah. So always okay. confirm. We have a meeting. It's still on. You know, but sometimes I do, you know, you arrive to a meeting. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. It's yeah, life happens sometimes. I, I can't lose two hours, you know, go to a meeting and they forgot to tell me that it's yeah. canceled. Right. So always, you know, confirm. So. I like it. So once again, thank you for your time. We know you have a busy, busy, busy schedule. So you took time out of your busy schedule. Thank you very much. Yeah. And once again, congratulations. Keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you very much for having me. It's, uh, it's been uh, amazing. And I'll follow all your uh, interviews. Thank you, you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs>